Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all over the world, welcome to another episode of Tyler Bryan Hour, a.k.a. TBH, a.k.a. TBR. I'm your co-host, B-Herd, a.k.a. Brian, a.k.a. Prince, a.k.a. Prince Vegeta, about to Haiti. I'm going to pass it to my boy, my brethren, man's an MTTL. Yo, my nigga, Chris, going over. Oh, you ain't going to keep putting your hands on me, bro. But bro, anyway, you can't <laughs> close to me. Anyway, what up, though? This is your co-host, Tyler the Libra, a.k.a. TTL, a.k.a. Libra Hendricks in the building. We are gathered here today, ladies and gentlemen, on February... First, January, January thirty first, January thirty first of twenty twenty three. By the time you see um, this, it'll be by February. the time you see this, it would probably be February first, and that will be automatically um, Black History Month. Um, shout out to our people, man. Love my people with all my heart, a thousand percent. And um, I hope, I hope, I hope we have a, I hope we have a good February, man. Because like with all the crazy shit that's been going around here, man, and you know, I just hope we have a good, good little. Um, 28 days to celebrate they only give us 28 days also um if you are listening to this and you happen to not be black uh, do something nice for a black person don't make it known that you're doing something nice for a black person more so do it at the kindness of your heart because if you say that oh well be her told me to do something nice for a black person that gonna look at you (laughs) like you fucking weird don't do that i'm gonna say it on snapchat too i usually do but yeah just do something nice go out of your way for someone black that you appreciate um give me 20 dollars that works. I also take twenty dollars as well. Matter of fact, put that twenty dollars in the in the Patreon. That works too. Um, in our pocket, because a lot of people, I, like I was at work the other day. Quick little side story, and I was just going up to people. I'm like, "Who is your Who your best black friend?" And a lot of motherfuckers were stumped. Like they shouldn't be <laughs> stumped, but a lot because like I could think of like my like my good white friend. I could think of my good black friend. Latin friend, Asian friend, like not saying I put people in categories, but like I, we have a diverse palette of people and friends that we have and we, we love really and care, care about. So the fact that like when I was asking people that niggas was like, uh, oh no, <laughs> make, make sure you diversify your portfolio <laughs> with people and you'd be surprised. We all kind of live the same life and just different perspectives. Um, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. Chill on, chill on. Um, my, I actually, um, I have some, uh, announcements myself. Okay. Um, so after probably after 65 years, my mom has finally decided to, um, actually, um, do therapy for herself. Um, this, I think her first session is like this Friday. One of these buttons is a clapping sound, and I was half tempted to press one of these buttons, but I don't know which one it is. So I didn't yeah, want to press it. Yeah, up. man, it, it, kind of, it made me cry for a little. It made me. Te- it didn't make me full on cry, but it made me tear up a little bit. Like damn, like because with all the shit that she's told me throughout like this year, because I was battling through some shit. You know, I was going in my head, and like she just told me all the shit that you know she, um, she went through. You know, during her childhood, her her teenage years and even young adult um mirroring you know my age and um I always felt like she was one that never really talked about what was going on she just kind of kept rolling through so for me as a son it's a proud moment to see that you know she wants to actually get some stuff off her mind actually talk and get you know maybe not at this age the answers that she wants or deserves but just like just kind of you know just get some clarity i guess mm-hmm. so i was definitely happy about that and you know god, like the never too. god bless her soul man 
God bless her. I love her to death. Mama Dupes. That's definitely, that's without a doubt, probably, not even probably, even though I haven't seen her in a long ass time, but that's also because you, we haven't both been there at the same time. Um, that, that's without a doubt my second mother, if I had to claim one. Obviously, I'm not going to claim my grandmother, but like, as far as someone that's held it down, always been respectful, cool to me, treated me like a second son, didn't mind that I was always in her house, running in and out with you, uh... That is that is a great woman. Shout out to Pops too. Pops was always cool too. Yeah, I was always worried about that nigga's posture, but that's you know <laughs> different story for a different yeah, day. A lot of problems. Uh, uh, how was your weekend? My weekend was actually um, it was actually interesting. Um, I had kind of like a little breakdown moment. Um, I was out and about with some friends, and um. This is first time. This is actually the first time this has happened since I've been sober. Um, I actually got uncomfortable. I actually got uncomfortable of being in like a certain um situation as far as like being in that realm, uh, because there's, because there's moderate and then there's, then there's drinking, drinking. I was around motherfuckers that was drinking, drinking, mm. and. That's why that's why I hit both of y'all up. I was like, yo, this is APB. One of y'all got an answer, like, right now. And, oh, like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's why I was like, where y'all at? Because, like, I, I just needed to talk. And, obviously, K, K shout out to K, um, Special K, um, and be heard. Because, like, they, they answered within, like, I want to say, like, five minutes. But, you know, they weren't available. So, like, I, I kind of just kind of just thugged it out a little bit, went on with my night. Um, stayed sober still almost going on, almost going on 10 months, almost going on 10 months, man. It's crazy as hell. That's pretty dope. But yeah, um, it was the first time that I actually felt uncomfortable where, um, I was like, damn, so this is the shit, this is the shit that I went through, you know, like, cause like the way I, it. Like it, it was almost like it was almost like it was like a dad moment, like like how like niggas would look at the <laughs> like their kids fucking up doing some stupid shit. It it, it was kind of like that. It was really like that, and like it was the first time where like I've ever been put in a situation like that from the outside looking in. Um, and like I wanted to go home. Did you ever feel like? I really wanted to go home, <laughs> like, but I had, but like, I drove, I drove them there, so like, I, I just, I guess, like, uh, I was. That was one of my. I was was that was going to be one of my questions because I was like, one, you usually drive everywhere, so I wondered if you drive, and then two, did you ever feel like? Did you ever feel like they felt like you were ruining the fun? I, that's the thing about it. Like, I didn't want to feel like I was like fucking anything up or like, um ruining any type of like fun or whatever but like i was just in my own head the whole time and like i was just on my phone texting y'all niggas on twitter looking looking at shoes and stuff like that and then like one of the friends came up to me um and was like like real close like this close to my face and first of all i was like get the fuck out of my face <laughs> and they were like they were like so what and like they, you know, when drunk people start start asking you questions about like, so what, what's your life? Like, what do you do? Like how, like how are you? How are you outside here? And I was like, why the fuck do you even care anyway? 
Mm. You know, like you, you're not gonna remember any of this shit like like any other sober day. Mm-hmm. So why the fuck are you asking me these questions? Mm-hmm. And like, I answered obviously just to be polite and stuff like that. And um, yeah, it it was one of those things where like I just felt real uncomfortable. And like I rarely feel uncomfortable asking any questions or like people being in my face like that because I'm just so used to it. But this one, this one was kind of a lot because I was already I was already battling um. A lot of um fucked up shit in my head already, and I had I had just a bad week prior to that, so I was like, uh, this could this could go far left, and far left I mean just like going home, so yeah, it was kind of crazy, but I I still have fun, Grant. I still have fun, you know. I saw the people that I need to see, and it was definitely an exceptional time. Were you in an environment that you didn't feel like an unfamiliar environment? Because you pretty you know a lot of stuff around Des Moines at least, so maybe you were just in an environment you ain't really seen or been around in a whole bunch of times. We was on Ingersoll Tab. I haven't been to Ingersoll Tab in probably a good two, three years. Could be because of that. Maybe it was like a tight knit space and the niggas is up close. Like I don't. <clears throat> I'm usually pretty comfortable anywhere on Ingersoll. Because mm. it's right, it's literally right down the block. So, yeah, true, true, true. Um, well, I'm glad that you was able to manage it. And yeah, man, I didn't think, I didn't think I was going to get out of there alive, man. By live, I mean like sober. I didn't think I was. I, I thought I was going to break down, man. I almost had like a relapse. So that's why. That's why it was urgent for me to text or call one of y'all niggas or even hang out with one of y'all because I was. I was really just trying to leave. <laughs> Meet up with y'all or something. But. Were you with people that you knew though? That yeah. that knew that knew that about you, I guess. Let me that's a better question. Um one one of them knew about it. I don't think the other ones did because like they asked me, they were like they're like, Why aren't you drinking or will you drink? And I was like, I don't drink anything because 'cause I'm sober. And mm. they were like, Oh, really? I was like, Yeah, nine months. It's like nine months? Wow. Mm. I was like, Okay. I wish I wish that people could make that a little bit more social acceptable of like no I'm good I'm not drinking like it's not like you're just trying to fuck up the vibe it's like some people just generally do, just don't want to drink all the time it's not it's not the fact that they like it's not the fact that they um that they got and like I like that they didn't get mad or whatever like about like oh why why is that like why are, why are you not drinking and stuff like that and like I told you why I'm not drinking and like. It's still, I don't, I wouldn't say it still bothers me, but it's just, it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, you know, like, I'm kind of tired of asking this, you know, it shouldn't be, I'm, I'm tired of telling this, it shouldn't be one of those things where like, automatically you just, you know, just assume that I'm not having fun or I'm not drinking. You would think that, but as someone who constantly goes on hiatuses of drinking just because I, the older I'm getting, the more I realize I don't like drinking. Shit don't taste good. Shit don't feel good. Shit's stupid as hell, man. Shit's not only a temporary feeling, and even then that temporary feeling doesn't last long enough to justify the fucking hangover that I have the next week. But you would think that all the years of niggas knowing me and be heard, still being be heard, regardless if I'm high, drunk, or indifferent, that I should still be accepted wherever I'm at. It still be bothering niggas to this day. Talking about, oh, you don't drink, or you don't. It's like, fam, first of all, say I drink. 
I'm never gonna get to some of the levels that y'all niggas used to get to. Like some of the levels that niggas would get to is like they almost wanted to die. And it's just like I always kind of looked at them like, what the fuck? So I don't know. I uh, I'm really a social drinker. I I kind of chalked it up to that. But like sometimes, like even with, like when I'd be sad or pissed off, like I'd lose at a tournament or just had a rough day, I would kind of have a beer or two at home. But even then, I don't do that. Like I'm kind of cool on drinking and smoking. Like being sober is okay. I don't, I don't know what y'all niggas be going through, but trust me, it's it's okay. <laughs> um, so proud of you that you didn't relapse. I was kind of curious to see what was going on. Uh, try to answer you as soon as I could see it. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad that uh, glad that you felt like niggas could be there for you. Um, but I think in my weekend, I ended up getting sick Thursday and Friday, so I called out of work, and um, I think I just kind of took it light, just because I uh, I'm going to Chicago this weekend, so the only thing left I got to do is uh, pack and well do laundry and then pack and then. I didn't really train. My bracket doesn't seem too, too crazy in both games. Uh, people I don't know, so they could still be killers and monsters and everything like that. But I, I'd, rather, I'd rather go against the thing I don't know rather than the thing I do know in the sense of, like, in the sense of, like, a tournament. Like, like it'd be like, if I go to a tournament, like, if I go play basketball, right, against Joe Schmo down the street. I don't know anything about Joe Schmo. So I'm more likely to, once I figure out about Joe Schmo during the game, then I'll adjust. But, like, if I go and I play against LeBron James or Michael Jordan, I might be more scared and timid because I'm like, oh, shit, that's LeBron James. Or, like, I see the athleticism person. Like, I've seen firsthand and know everything about him. Same kind of concept applies to uh, video game tournaments and stuff like that. Um, so I feel okay with my bracket. I think one game's Friday, one game's Saturday, so I don't have to worry about playing on both days. Wait, so you leaving – Sorry to interrupt, but you leaving you leaving Friday morning or I'm leaving Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Get, so you'll get there straight. You'll be it's like five hours. Yeah. Probably get there around <laughs> four or five. But we're kinda of doing the same thing Sunday. So technically I'll be back Sunday night, but Yeah. Um And that's that's one thing I am liking about this tournament too, is cause I think when I went to Frosty Faustings, that's the tournament I'm going to. I went last year on Friday, so it was kind of like that day was the tournament day, and like stuff was already going on, so I didn't really get the full experience. I hate going. I hate going places where like, I hate going somewhere, and I'm I I gotta be there, but like not having like any time to kind of just like unwind and look at the scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of gotta jump right into it. So that's why I'm kind of hoping that um, Thursday I could kind of get all the pre-tournament stuff in as far as checking in, getting my badges and all that stuff. And then obviously getting the hotel, unloading all the stuff in the hotel and kind of chill out Thursday. And then so that way I could enjoy my Friday and my Saturday fully and then kind of chill out Sunday and then just leave. Um, so, yeah, if you see me at Frosty Faustings, if you listen to the podcast, that's amazing one. That's dope. Uh, let's take a picture, man. Just don't be on the weirdo shit. Like, respect my space. If you see me with my mans in them, uh, just respect me. I mean... I, I probably as long as I'm not like, as long as I didn't just lose in tournament or I'm like eating or something. I don't I don't see a world where I wouldn't say yes to a pitcher. I think that'd be sick. So if any of y'all like are listening to this or you watch the YouTube channel, yeah, come up like yo, be heard. I'm a fan. I'll take a picture with you. I'll post it, but tag me in it. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I have no issues with it. It's just like from what I seen in tournament etiquette, some of y'all niggas stink. We gotta just be honest. Some of y'all niggas do stink, and then some of y'all don't have social cues. Like somebody, like somebody you're a fan of, a fan of, will lose in the tournament, be pissed off, be mad, frustrated, and then y'all come up to them immediately after. Yo, can I get the autograph? Can I get a picture? It's like, oh, come on, niggas, like have some decency. But yeah, as long as you have some decency, respect, and just ask. Hell yeah, I think that would be sick, sick as hell. If somebody comes up to me and does that. Um, so. That's why I didn't really do anything Saturday or Sunday. And then I ended up visiting my grandma on Monday. I like to do that. That's usually what I try to do. I try to visit family and, like, some close friends before I go out of town. Not saying, like, nothing would happen, but just just to visit them before I see them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always, I don't know. Like, I always tend to visit my grandma right before the holiday because I don't want to seem like that jerk that comes over just for the holiday. Um I'm definitely the I'm definitely that uh, family member that just comes over for the holiday. holiday. <laughs> like, yo, what's definitely. up? Um, but speaking of championship Sunday, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles Eagles played the San Francisco 49ers, and it wasn't much of a game. Brock Purdy got hurt like within the first or second drive. They're thinking that he might have to get Tommy John surgery too. And obviously, baseball players style which, which is kind of unheard of in football terms. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually, if it's a full, if you have to get that in football, that means you really throw with your elbow and you don't throw with your body at all, and you fucking your shit up. Um, it's unfortunate because he was having a miracle season, and it's unfortunate that they didn't really get the chance to play. Like Josh Johnson came out out for a little bit. I feel bad too for Josh Johnson. Like he was a four string quarterback. Niggas is already tearing his ass up because he wasn't being able to complete passes. He couldn't really read the defense and think about the line pressure. And he got a concussion. He got his shit wrong. And they got a whole list of teams. <laughs> Fifteen year vet. Fifteen year vet. That man has been on both our teams twice. I believe it. And <laughs> I mean, the crazy part is like he did the like the kind of like the Charlie Brown of like hitting the back of the head on the ground. That's crazy. That's got concussed. <laughs> got concussed. So they had to bring Brock Purdy back in. Like, yo, my nigga, uh, we need you. And so he over here just can do handoffs, and Chris McCaffrey and Debo did as much as they could, but that Philly defense is really good. It's really good. Their offense didn't look the greatest. Um, A.J. Brown didn't really shine out like he was supposed to. Devontae Smith had an amazing catch on the sideline, but then they said that wasn't a catch. But the, the running game of the Eagles is really good, and I think, I think that running game and that defense is something that you could bring to Arizona – Something you could bring to to Kansas City, Philadelphia, don't matter. That shit travels. Um, any thoughts or opinions on the Eagles and 49ers game? Uh I didn't watch that game, actually. I was I was I was actually when when that game when the NFC game was on, I was actually asleep. I was catching up on sleep, but like as far as those teams go, man. I got I my my um my boss is actually a 49ers fan. This nigga came in mad as hell. Talking we went through three quarterbacks. But um yeah, uh I I I personally I personally love it. I, I me, our team my team being in the NFC, I got a root for an NFC team. That's just how it goes. That's just that's pretty much just the the unwritten rule. So go Eagles. Hmm. And I got a couple. As a matter of fact, I still got I still got Eagles jersey up in there. Huh? Yeah, I'm gonna definitely wear that bitch. Definitely wear that bitch this weekend. Next weekend. 
Because you got the next weekend. You got the Dawkins, right? No, I don't. I don't got your daddy. I got a watch your fucking <laughs> Westbrook. That's what Westbrook. I, I got yes. the Westbrook one. Aren't they both named Brian? Brian Westbrook. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said that. Fuck you. <laughs> I got your daddy. You ain't shit. Oh, uh, um, I need to get me a weapon X jersey though. That's it. Ain't nothing scarier than a football player that says scriptures. Like, that nigga was trying to kill niggas while preaching. That's crazy. Well, I saw that nigga. I don't know what who it was, but I saw that nigga do a Kurt Angle belly Washed to belly suit. <laughs> when he grabbed that nigga, scooped him up, dumped him on his head. Yeah, that was Washington. It was in front of the sidelines, all Two. type of shit. That nigga just flexed. Like, ah! I was like, oh, hell no. Um, Okay, well. Man. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan did that nigga was turning water into wine. I mean, to work with three different quarterbacks, Trey Lance is supposed to be your future. Then he gets hurt to go with Jimmy G. Jimmy G looks like old Jimmy G. Then he gets hurt. Then Brock Purdy comes in, Mister Irrelevant, does what he does, leads you guys all the way to the NFC Championship game. It's an unfortunate way to end, but that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Y'all just got the injury bug at the worst time. Um, but yeah, shout out to Mike Shanahan for doing what all he did. And or Kyle Shanahan, Kyle, yeah, 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 because Mike's his daddy. I mean, shout out to him too. I mean, Mike Shaw's legendary. Yep, coach. that's why I say shout out to him. But uh, shout out to Kyle, yeah, doing everything that he did and he could do. Um, well, since you didn't see that game, I watched the Kansas City and Cincinnati game, but I kind of was on Discord with the squad with R and O. So shout out to R and O. So I was watching it, but I was watching it with the sound off. You want to take? What are your thoughts and opinions on that Kansas City Cincinnati game? Um, as far as the game goes, I liked, I liked both of them being there. I, I think they both deserve to be there. True. Um, I thought, I thought the old line, that old line, bro. That that shit was that that shit is kind of crazy. They need to be arrested, honestly. Which one? <laughs> the Bengals old line, bro. Because if if Joe. If Joe had an average, if he had an average, like a league average O line, mm-hmm. they would be nasty. I mean, they're nasty now, but they'd be the ones boy. Shit. Imagine what would have happened if they went to the Super Bowl against Philly's line. All, number seven had two sacks and a forced fumble, like by himself. Them niggas would have, boy, Joe Burrow would have got sacked more than 10 times. He has. And he's, he's been got, sacked, he's been nine, sacked nine, nine, nine times, so yeah. like his number. So, but mm. um, yeah, I thought it was a great game over all around. Um, I thought both teams showed up pretty good. Um, Kansas D is, is a little bit is better than I thought it was actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't really get to that they've point. On, they've been on and off all season long, as far as like on that side of the ball goes true i think it's mainly been their secondary chris jones is playing phenomenal he's playing like a, a defensive player of the year type of season but he's a defensive tackle so yeah. i don't know how much love he'll get especially when it's like i think joey bosa is that the one that plays for san fran i think bosa. nick bosa he had 18 and a half sacks um so it's going to be hard for Chris Jones to win the defensive player of the year. maybe he gets it off the strength of winning the super bowl but uh yeah, Kansas City's defense line and their linebackers are unreal. Secondary can kind of be shaky, and then Patrick Mahomes is him. Just to be on a bum ankle, have a a starting offense lineman out, um, 
Kelsey kind of got banged up. Juju Smith-Schuster got hurt. Um, throwing the MVS and more on a bum leg, and then you still scramble for that run at the end, towards the end of the game, and then you get touched on the sidelines. Which defensive players, it sucks being a defensive player, and I, I feel for you guys, but it's also the same time like you can't touch the quarterback. And then uh, it was a young player. I think that was his like second year in the league. And you know, I hate, I hate, I kind of hate social media because I didn't want to even see the clip of the old dude. The, I was gonna say, did you see the clip of them walking? Yeah, yeah that was I watched of, it on that mute. Was lame. That was kind of lame. I watched it on mute, but I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it's it's literally like it's weird. Like people always say that. Had that one play not happened, then it would have been a completely different game. But there's millions and millions of plays of if someone, if ever all eleven players did their job, then you wouldn't even been in that situation to begin with. But it's so hard because one play always stands out, and obviously that was the one play because it was towards the end of the game. Right. Um, so I feel from him. I hope he kind of develops a chip on his shoulder, and I hope he bounces back from that from that linebacker. I wish I knew his name. I don't have my phone on me, so I don't know his name off the top of my head. But uh, just keep your head up. Um, if Tyler's going with the Eagles, I don't know. I'm in a weird dynamic because I, I would want to see Mahomes get two because I feel like he is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So I kind of – I feel like if he only has one, there's going to be that narrative of where he's not elite to where he can't be in that conversation because he doesn't have multiple and he's already lost the Super Bowl. Um, I have to see how the game goes because, like I said before earlier in the podcast, defense and running game travels really well regardless of where you at. And I f- the Phillies – defense and their running game is uh-huh. exceptional and then not to mention they got all the weapons in the world with aj brown and Devonte smith and not to, they got dallas gobert and that running game you pretty much have like you pretty much have like like three or three or four running backs because Jalen get out of the pocket and take off on your ass too mm-hmm. so. and then not to mention like boston scott too. i didn't know that nigga was that big he's, he's pretty big are you small that nigga's at least about 230. Yeah. You look it. Yeah. He but, look all 230, 235. Like, just to have Boston Scott, just to have Miles Sanders, and then a coach is passionate in him. It's going to be really interesting. Like, there's so many different storylines with the Kelsey brothers, with Andy Reid versus Reed. former team, Mahomes, and Hurts being old. He's almost been on in KC as long as he's been on the Eagles. Yeah. And then with Mahomes and 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 Jalen Hurts being the two first black quarterbacks too, um, mm. there's a lot of shit in this. I'm hoping it's a good Super Bowl today. Today I'd I'd go, I'd go Eagles. I'm not, but it's weird though. This is like the first Super Bowl in a while. Like even looking back at last year's Super Bowl, I wasn't mad at Cincinnati if they had won. It was more so I was like I was an Odell fan. Like I've always I've always been a fan of players and I was like I wanted Odell to get that ring. So I was rooting so heavily for the uh Rams. I wanted Stafford to get that ring. And then Stafford too. All the years too. of torment that we put yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I wanted Stafford to get Stafford, that ring. Stafford, Ramsey, Aaron Donald, but like Cooper Cup was just a fucking yeah, monster that, that year too, anyway. That too. So. so I mean I don't know. I'm not mad either way. 
Um, there's you, players on both teams that I would like to see get a ring. So I did. I'm just hoping for a good game, honestly, a high scoring game, back and forth. And also, fun fact too, which is a wild stat that Pro, pro Football Focus put out there. Um, whoever the Super Bowl champion is will have more wins in that stadium than the Arizona Cardinals this year. I saw that. That is foul as fuck. That's garbage. Arizona man. played at least eight <laughs> games in that stadium. Are you kidding me? Cardinals were some cheeks for that. Eight games, my nigga. God, dog. They said generational dog shit. That's crazy. <laughs> um, what were you about to say though? Oh man. Um, I actually, cause I I uh, I was talking about this with my coworkers. Um, who do you think is the worst defending Super Bowl chance of all time? Me personally, I. It 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 low key might be the Rams. <laughs> low key might be the Rams. Um then I think about then I think about um then I think about Indiana Colts. Oh, it might be the Saints actually. Cause after that oh nine oh ten, it was it was kinda They still made the playoffs though, I thought. Still made the playoffs though. Or maybe they missed. I don't know. I I'd have to have a list in front of me. I have to I have to go back to that. I just I don't feel like the Rams are bad just because of the position that they put themselves in. They traded a lot of picks. Vaughn Miller leaving I definitely hurt. Um, obviously Old just all their future away. Obviously yeah. Odell tearing his ACL hurt because they didn't really have that second explosive play player outside of Cooper Cup. Uh, Whitworth retired. Um, Stafford ended up getting hurt. They just had a lot of bad situations happen to them, not to mention they're in the NFC West with the San Francisco. You got to play twice with Seattle being on the rise of having all the draft capital in the world and having really good young players and then Geno Smith balling out like he did. I hope he wins the comeback player of the year, actually. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I know, because even like the Broncos, we won Super Bowl 50, and I don't think we was that great the next year either. But Peyton said I'm out. It depends. <laughs> if, if you really, like, if a team really go, is going to spend all that money on certain assets to win a Super Bowl, it's kind of like, do they even care that they're the worst team? But I don't know. It like I would say you, like you, you saw you saw their their, uh, their owner said what fuck, fuck them picks. picks yeah. But I mean, it depends on uh, how. It depends on how, um, like, the Rams do this year. If the Rams still ask with, like, Baker, because I think Stafford is going to retire, or he should retire. I think Tua should retire, too, but that's another conversation for another day. But, but, I mean, it just depends on how they do. I don't know. So, I guess we're both going with the Eagles for the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it should be be a dogfight. And... Yeah, I'll use dog fight. Um, I was just because, like, I thought Eagles, Michael Vick. Vic. Yeah, see, see, I, 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 I was trying to process where he was going with. It. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, yeah. If you guys have any um thoughts or opinions on how the Super Bowl will turn out, you know, uh, you know, just, just give us a word. And let us know what you think. You know? Maybe that's what I'll do. Uh, do a poll. Spotify and Anchor have a ability to do a poll. I'll make that the poll question. Who do you yeah. have winning the Super Bowl? Let us know down below. Um, I love the Eagles. Well, actually, 
I love Philly. Philly Nasty segue, but I feel like this is a quick conversation. Philly gets crazy. Um, Chandler Parsons, speaking of dogfighting, Chandler Parsons said that, uh, the, I don't know if you guys seen the clip, but the last weekend, uh, LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers took on Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics in Boston. It was like a tie game, and LeBron had a clear layup that Jason Tatum hit him on the forearm. Clear as day that he hit him on the forearm, but the ref didn't call it. So LeBron was very theatrical, very animated, kind of rolling around the floor, pouting and like not pouting, but like slamming his hands on the ground. And it if you've seen the clip, you've seen the clip. Um, Chandler Parsons, a former NBA player that played for the Dallas Mavericks, the Houston Rockets, and Memphis Grizzlies, um, said that if What's he could have been, I don't know, he was kind of mid. For how good he should have been, he was kind of mid. Um, he said that if he was to see his dog uh, get hit by the mailman. A French bulldog. The French bulldogs are cute. I like the French bulldogs. And then he said, he basically said that if his dog got hit by the mailman, he would not react like that. And I feel like there's two different ways to go about this. At least one, let's acknowledge the elephant in the room. That, That's uh, a nasty-ass comparison, too. I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to say that you don't love your dog as much as you say you do, Nick. I don't know if I'm rolling on the floor, jumping and doing all the theatrics that LeBron did. Sure, but... You got to admit, you got to admit that was corny as hell. To what, LeBron? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I'm fraud. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but I don't know, man. Because like when I saw all that shit, bro, I was like, it is on. Like I get you as a as an athlete, you know, in that profession, playing at a high level at 20 years. Um, you know, you you would like to, you would think you would get those calls, and like you would think that you know your emotion. You would you wear your emotions on your sleeve, but like I don't know, that was just I personally me because I'm obviously not that great, you know, as far as being in that position. I would have just I was just took it and walked away, bro. I would have did all that shit. I've been like, okay, on to the next play. See, I'm the complete opposite. I feel like that's that would have been the same as that nigga. I feel like that's weird. Only because it's just like my nigga. If you care about something so much, you go and show emotion. And then on top of that, nigga, I don't think it's weird if you blatantly got fouled. You thought you got fouled, and you were just like, oh, okay. And then they come back at the backstage interviews, like, yeah, I thought I got fouled. I thought it was clear foul. He didn't call the foul. I'm not sure I'd be made a meme, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I, I, I show my passion. I, because I feel like. To me, I mean, Grant, I would talk to the ref. I would have done the same shit Pat Bev did. I would have got that camera. That shit was hilarious. That, that, shit was, that was a top five meme of all time. They, they got it. He got it with that one. That was great. That was probably the greatest technical foul I've ever seen. Because he's like, nigga, you won't see the shit. You can slightly slap my arm. But Pat Bev might be the best supporting character I've ever seen in this sitcom. But what I'm saying is, like, truly, to me, that's more of a natural reaction than to not react. Like, I feel like there should be more people that react. I get if Chandler Parsons is saying that's that you shouldn't react that way, and Tyler's saying you shouldn't react that way, 
because it's an influence on the kids, then sure. But at the same time, you should be allowed to be emotional. It's an emotional sport. It's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears you put into the sport. So for the people that, whether they gamble, whether they're just fans, whether they're coaches, whether they're students of the game, the niggas that get mad and irate when LeBron don't make a shot or LeBron miss or LeBron takes off defense and doesn't do this so the person gets an easy layup, easy jumper, easy whatever, you should have the same standard for the refs. And refs be fucking up a lot. And granted, even with the Bengals game, talking about the Kansas City Chiefs got all these calls because they had the refs on their side. Nigga, y'all can still to this day, every time niggas bring up refs to me, with the, my team, obviously my team benefited Niggas more. Literally had an extra down, but but hold on, but like whether my team benefits from the refs or not, because I I'm a Boston Celtics fan, so they literally did. There's never been a game where niggas is like, you know what, that was great officiating. The refs called that game perfect. Never, never in the history of niggas, never in the history of sports, never in high school, college football, little league, whatever the fuck. There's never been a game where niggas called the game straight up. So for people to just sit here and complain and, like, complain about how LeBron is reacting, I think it's weird because it's just, like, that's a natural reaction. Like, he can't believe that he got hold. What do you want him to do? And then for Chandler Parsons to say something like that, it's just like, nigga, you wasn't even good. You didn't stand out. Like, you didn't you didn't do anything on the court to impact the court. Because I could have sworn there's probably been clips of Chandler Parsons getting mad. Every NBA player has gotten mad and upset. Like, I remember I remember I don't want to say the court because I guess that would be a dead giveaway. But I played AU ball and like I was driving to the lane and mind you, we was like one of the first games. It was like early morning. So like our side of the court was us and the other side of the court was all the way down there. But you could hear everything on our side of the court. And I go up, right hand layup, nigga smack my shit. Boom. Like that. Like you just hear it. It beats your shit off the glass. And then no, but like he smacked my arm. <laughs> oh, I was about to say. And then um the ref didn't call shit. Don't tell me that. The ref stop. I ain't never got that shit happen. But the ref didn't call shit. And I made a face like, like I did that. He was like, don't do that four. I think I had like four or something like that. He was like, don't do that four. I'm like, nigga, like, you serious? <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at him like, yo, but you don't, you don't hear that? So you could make, you could see my face and call me out on my face, but you can't call the slap that he just slapped the shit out my arm. It's like, like, come on, my nigga. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's bad officiating. And the officiating knew that they made a mistake and they acknowledged the mistake. So it's like, you can't even really be mad at LeBron. I don't know. I listen, don't get me don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not mad at his reactions on how he reacted. That's how he is, you know, that's he's expressive and you know, wholeheartedly for that. It just it didn't for me, it just didn't look it didn't look right in that moment, especially when you're trying to If it, if it's for the kids, I'm not mad. If if you're saying all that Chandler Parsons saying all that weird ass statement to say for the I'm kids, never going there. well, I'm saying if it's for the kids, like you said, you shouldn't react like that because the kids are going to watch you. So now the kids think that when they're in the game and something bullshit happens to them, yeah. that they can react like that. Because like you see it now, like fucking 
kids will go down, make a fucking three, and do the gritty. Yeah, gritty. <laughs> all type of shit. Like, all they types of goofy shit. Yeah, got the headband, got the swag, shoe curl. Yeah, I so mean. it's already growing into, you know, a mold. But at the same time, like, it's the highest level. Like, this is technically professional. Like, this is supposed to, everybody's supposed to be held to this standard that LeBron is met at. So, I can see a way where you react to an egregious call. It's the same thing with fans. Like, fans need to shut the fuck up sometimes because some of you niggas be fucking at your kid's game getting see a foul and lose their fucking mind. And it's a nine, nine-year-old league or some shit. Like, now you that dad. Yeah, like, i probably going to be that dad. You might be that dad. You never know. Like, Fucking the daddy up like you up. What you mean by that? Fucking like like if you have, like like if we're, if our kids were to ever play play like on like opposite teams or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're that dad and I see you on the other side of the bench, I'm fucking you up. <laughs> just get on this podcast and lie, huh? Oh, Harley, <laughs> you just like to lie, lie, huh? I you know I, I threw all my hats away. I don't fucking cap. <laughs> all right, I'm, <laughs> that's, that'll be a clippable meme. But like, relax, nigga. <laughs> This nigga here, but Beat your shit off the glass. <laughs> I'm talking nigga shit. talking shit. But I mean, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I me personally, I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Call a better game. Don't see that then. Um, but like I said, there's never been a game where refs have actually called a good ass fucking game. So it's always gonna happen. So today's show. Uh, I want to get into this YouTube topic. Now it's kind of nasty that I'm just now talking about it. Because I'm probably going to make this the title of the podcast, but, you know, better late than never. It's within hour one, so, you know, fast forward or whatever. So, do you know who, first of all, do you know who Mr. Beast is? I do. I've heard Mr. Beast. I know Mr. Beast very um, unfondly. So, like, I, I've, I've heard his name and I've seen him, but, like, I really don't know much of what he does. Okay. Cool, so, cool, cool, cool. Mr. Beast, for those of you who do not know, or those listeners out there, um... This is crazy. This is his name. Um, he is a YouTuber who I don't even know how to really describe him. He just motherfucker got a lot of money, and he does a lot of dope. He does, he does a lot of dope things with his money. I think the first Mr. Beast video that I found was actually on Facebook, and I watched it. Um, it was a video of him taking an Uber from North Carolina to California because I guess he was moving to California, but taking an Uber ride, and it was like a black dude, and he's like. He basically was like, yo, I got to call my wife, man. Like, I got to make sure I could do this because I guess he was trying to see how much it would cost. And it only cost him, like, from North Carolina to all the way to California. I think he actually did do, give the guy additional money. But as far as Uber is concerned, I think it was only, like, 1200 which is kind of not bad for uh, Uber. Um, obviously, the guy had to get back, but he hooked the guy up. And it was a good video and stuff like that. Um, interesting dude. Uh, you know, Mr. Beast, if you are listening to this and you want to invest in some podcasts, <laughs> you can invest in us. You know what I'm saying? With, two, all, with just, all that money. Just two niggas from Iowa. Uh, that, that, <laughs> nigga said nigga. Mr. Beast, <laughs> like, I can't sell that. Two brothers from Iowa. There you go. Um, yes. Two very healthy black men from Iowa. So if you want to invest in us, Mr. Beast, get us. But We're not problematic. At all. Um, so Mr. Beast made a video recently. And he cured blindness for a thousand people. And the way he did it was basically think of like your car. And is your, it people that are, hold on? Because like I, I have a question with this one. Is it people that are going blind or is it people that have already blind? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm about to explain. So think of your car, right? 
think of your car in the wintertime when it's all fogged up. And then you defrost it, right? So then you clear up the fog. I guess in our eyes, people have that to where they have that, where their eyes are essentially like foggy. So I guess cataract or glaucoma was. I don't think it's glaucoma, but I think it's cataract. Um, Basically, the procedure was that they would take a small vacuum and then clear all that dust or that fog that's in your eye and gave you like an artificial like lens basically is this basically giving you like a new lens like a new screen protector if you will um which is wild nigga, don't <laughs> i'm trying to just relate it to the layman who didn't watch the video i'm just explaining the video right now and he did that for a thousand people and i'm watching this video and it's not even a thousand people in the united states it's like he went to like africa he went to mexico he went to like 10 different countries, basically. And he does it for the U.S. And in the U.S., he's doing this procedure that takes 10 minutes to cure people's blindness. It only takes 10 minutes. I don't know how much the procedure was. That's the one thing I had a question on I wanted to know in the video, but he never explained that. But even in the video, my nigga, he had people, like, there was families, like two families. He gave two families $10,000. He gave one kid who couldn't see out of his right eye. They had the procedure. He could see out of his right eye now. He gave him $50,000 for a scholarship fund. Right. And then there was another kid who couldn't see, and he said, my, my whole vision is blurry. I can't drive, but all I wanted to do was drive because I wanted to be able to go to work in this side and third and help my family. He gave that nigga a Tesla. So I'm sitting there watching the video thinking how amazing and how dope this is. And there's people that are hating on the video. And one of the main tweets was like, Weird shit. I don't know how to explain this, but this seems demonic. And I think what it is, is he's, he is doing charity, but he's monetizing it. Right. So just essentially be the church, right? Um, He's getting paid to help people. But he's helping people with amazing things in their life, life-changing stuff. Like, the fact that a thousand people can see now, see clearly. They went from 180p to 4K. Like, they can see perfectly fine as far as their vision goes. And he did that for a thousand people in ten different countries, and niggas still found a way to hate on it. And I think what it is, I don't, I like to think that people are generally not haters. I think people... Some people just like to see shit burn. Well, what I think it is, what I think it is is like in college, right? Um, I used to tell like all my college teammates that I didn't get pissed, and by telling them that them niggas got pissed, motherfuckers made it their whole primary mission to make you mad about. Well, but that's what I'm saying. It's like I, even to this day, I still don't think I get pissed. I think the best way to describe it is I get annoyed. I do get annoyed. I will say I am easily annoyed, but get frustrated as hell. <laughs> no, nah, I would say annoyed. I feel like frustrated. There's nothing you could do about it. Like I'm, not, I don't care enough to where. Like I feel like frustrated. Like I, I let it bother me, and I would fuck up my whole day. Shit, don't fuck up my whole day. Like it's always a temporary feeling. 
That's why, like, when I like what I equate a mad to, this might not even be a textbook de- definition. So if you're like, that's the textbook definition of mad, fuck you, nigga. But <laughs> my textbook definition of being mad is something that you do that you can't, like, like take back. Like, you were, like, if I got to the point where I was so mad that me and you fought, I can't take that back. Or I don't fuck with you anymore because I got so mad that I did. Like, that's something that you can't take back. I've never been to that point. So if that's not mad, if that's extreme mad, if that's whatever the fuck, then sure. But I say all that to say that by me saying that in college, I felt like people viewed me as not normal. And I feel like that's what drove people to kind of what you said, like basically make me mad. And then that's the whole thing too. Like just to, tie it back into Mr. Beast, which I will in a second. But to go back to the college story, it's like, niggas was like, oh, yeah, well, you could easily fuck Brian's girl and he won't get mad. I was like, nigga, no, I'm not a cuck. Like, I just said I didn't get mad. Like, if somebody did fuck my girl, I would just leave them. Like, fuck that. Like, well, I wouldn't stay. I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, no. Like, what the fuck? I'm not finna dwell on that shit. I'm finna, I right, fuck both of y'all. I'm out. Like, that's why I never got with that whole argument. I was by myself, so I was, like, back against ropes fighting by myself. But, I like, I hate it when they use that example. They would all crack up. They'd be like, oh, yeah, Brian, you could just fuck Brian's girl. He's not going to get mad. I'm like, nigga, I'm not a cock. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I would not get mad. I would just leave him. The fuck I'm finna stay for it. Fight for that. And a nigga in Tennessee. Callback. But, um. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's what people. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what people view Mr. B says is like he's not a misogynistic, he's not a racist. He's just a nigga that wants to help people with the money he got. And I feel like people just want to find something to hate about him. And I don't understand why. This nigga cured blindness for a thousand of people. Thousands. And niggas found a way to hate on him. Any thoughts and opinions on the the video's dope too? It's only eight minute video. Talking about there's more than a thousand people in this world. Basically. It's like fam. Get the fuck out. Man, I think if anybody I have no I have no ill will against anybody that is doing something with their money as far as, you know, helping the people around them, just having just random uh spurts of just kindness and you know I mean, he's world, always doing it, so it's not even random. Yeah, the world definitely needs more people in that position with that type of money to be able to do some some crazy, some crazy wild, nice shit like that. I I wholeheartedly enjoy that. It, it actually it actually brings love to my soul. Bro, I was I was watching the video and getting like chills and goosebumps, and I was like, damn, this is like dope. I think what I it is. Everybody around me. I think what it is too is I'm buying everybody Wranglers around me. That's matter. See, I think what it is, and I was kind of thinking about this too. Everybody loves Wranglers. <laughs> I think what it is is um, so <laughs> you know me. Anyone that's listening to this podcast, you know how bad that I want to make it in life and be successful and help all my friends and family, right? Because I got a lot of dope and good people around me. I think what people kind of put onto Mr. Beast is you can't throw money. Money doesn't solve every problem, right? 
prime example. Actually, this is a perfect example because I was thinking about this before I got here. But now that you said what you said about what happened to you this weekend, it's literally the perfect example. I could be rich, well off, have the same amount of money as Mr. Beast. If Tyler had called me with the problem he had, and I threw say I threw money at you, that still doesn't solve the problem of me not being there and being able to talk to you and be there for you support to support you. And I feel like that's what people feel like. It's almost like they want Mr. Beast to to have the feeling too. Cause it's like, yeah, you could throw money on all these problems, but these people still have to go live their everyday life. Like when that was just four people I listed. He helped one kid with fifty thousand dollars. He gave one kid a Tesla, and then he helped two families with ten thousand dollars. There were still ninety six people, say at the like Los Angeles location, that just got uh, brand new eyes. And I could see a world where motherfuckers be like, "Oh my god, I can see now. I got brand new eyes." But then they see the nigga pull off in a Tesla. Or they see the nigga with $10,000, like $10,000 in cash. And I'm like, well, damn, I didn't get $10,000. But it's like, you, but you can't put that on Mr. Beast, though. I, I see it, like, especially, like, in my life. Like, to just put it in perspective, like, I could have been there more for Zen. Like, who knows? Zen could still be here if I was there for that nigga more. Um, it's something I slightly regret every day. But at the same time. You can't throw money at all the problems. But also, you can't put that on Mr. Beast because Mr. Beast don't know you niggas. Or he don't owe you anything. So, to to hate on Mr. Beast is crazy because he's going out of his way to do this, especially if it's a 10-minute ten minute procedure. The government can afford this, and we don't. Like, healthcare is not free in the United States of America. It should be, but... But we be having all these fucking challenges, these burger challenges, these little TikTok challenges of food. Look like it tear up, mm-hmm. <laughs> tear up the toilet. And like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because I, I generally feel like there's good people out there in the world, in the universe. Like, There's got to be, man. I mean, shit, just thinking about like my life, like <laughs> Phoenix, Jawan. Those are two solid, straight up dudes that I feel like haven't done anything wrong or are not have a bad bone in their body. Harley, those uh, are solid brothers, man. And just that's just to name two. Shout out to them niggas. Yeah. So to sit here and think that someone couldn't be like Mr. Beast and is just generally a nice person is kind of preposterous to me. And I, I think if you want to be mad at how he, because he still did the YouTuber esque edits. You said, so you, have you ever seen a YouTube video of Mr. Beast? No. So he he kind of has, like, his thumbnails are very, like, YouTube, YouTube yeah. formatted, algorithmic. Like, they always kind of fit the machine. Like, he has quick edits, good edits, good pacing. There's never really, like, a dull moment. There's always, like, captions. And he always has, like, some sort of counter on the screen. And even, like, in the intro, he's like, uh, a lot of people see the world like this. But if you have this certain blindness, then you see the world like this. And then the picture became blurry to this time and third. And he's like, we're going to cure this blindness with a 10-minute procedure in this video. And it's like an eight-minute video. So it's really quick hitters and stuff like that. Even the thumbnail. The thumbnail is Mr. Beast is, like, smiling, cheesing like this with a kid. I think it was actually McCollin Culkin. That's what it looked like, at least with the picture. And he's, like, crying and he pretty much has bandages wrapped around saying, I cured blindness for a thousand people. 
Like it's it's so YouTube out that right. it's literally the perfect YouTube video. So if you have a problem with the video, I'm sure. I think something that would have touched home and people would honestly have to shut the fuck up. Probably would have fucked up the algorithm, but if he would have had more of a, say, like a three-hour video and it was more organic and it was like it wasn't really cuts and fast edits, it was more of him having a conversation with these people and, like, really sitting down to talk to them and do all this stuff, I could see a world where you're not mad at that. But even then, it's like... You see a world where people still bitching too. Even with that, Probably. I just don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm rocking with Mr. Beast until otherwise. Even if something crazy come out, if it's not too too crazy, like if he shows he's human, he's human. Like I don't know. Fam, all all fam want to do is be a vessel, and I think that's what people got to realize is sometimes vessels are not vessels are not your vessel. It's more of a tunnel to get to through other people like you want to reach the masses that's why some people um like even youtube like some people on youtube are teachers but they're not coaches because they feel like they can't impact the whole world right same thing with podcasting like me and tyler had these great conversations but it took me and tyler making a podcast for niggas to go yo y'all shit is dope y'all are hilarious and stuff like that like that's the coolest thing about Making the TikTok or the YouTube channel or the Instagram now. Um, Go follow, by the way. Tyler Bryan Hour podcast on Instagram. Y'all going to get content when y'all get it. I don't know. I'm only one nigga. Help me. I need a team. But I think that's the cool thing about making these different channels on these different platforms is like seeing people go, oh, y'all niggas are funny. Y'all hilarious. I'm fucking with this. I'm gonna tap in with this. You this really didn't know that we was some funny ass brothers, man. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all get sample. Y'all got little samples of us individually, but now, now you get the whole thing. You get, you get both of us put together on a mic, saying what we, what we want, any yeah. given time off the top of the dome. I yeah. So really, by the way, I mean, I'm rocking with Mr. Beast. I don't think he did nothing wrong. Y'all just. I don't know. Because at first I was like, maybe I could see a world. And I was trying to like, I tried to look at things from a neutral standpoint before I decided to make opinion. I watched that Mr. Beast video. I was like, yeah, y'all niggas tripping. I don't even know why. I was trying to listen to y'all. You can set alarm <laughs> clocks to be haters. They really do. Wake up extra early overtime on the hating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no PTO. And um, <laughs> just to get our last internet topic. I mean, is there anything else you wanted to add to that Mr. Beast topic? Or. I don't know. I just want to say. I just. I just want to say. It's a good thing that there's people out. Like I said, I want to reiterate. Good thing that people out there are doing positive, good things with their money, man. Because you know there, there's a lot. There's a lot of people that have money, but they're not willing to go out of their way to um, invest in other people's lives, especially people that they don't know. To be able to. Um, do that for somebody and I think it's just a great thing and we need more of it. We need more content of it. So True. I mean um, I speaking of content, rate this shit five stars on Apple Podcasts or any type of um podcast streaming that you got on your hands at your disposal. Oh Spotify, Anchor, because we all Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. Y'all pay us good. But yeah, make sure you say those at least. Um hmm. And then also, like, I, I want, last thing on Mr. Beast, 
I would love nothing more to be in a Mr. B situation and, and help people. But like the older I'm getting, I am realizing that like my whole mindset before was just throw money at people. And I got to be there for people too. Yeah. Like that's also why I want to make money in different ways. So that way I could rel- like relinquish. So that's why I want a team so I can relinquish spending three, four hours on my desktop editing clips or editing the podcast like i want to be able to be there for my people and help them like because yeah i could throw money and i feel like that would solve everybody around me's problem but nigga, if i'm not there and they need me to talk to because like there's going to be conversations that that you can't have with your mom you can't have with your girl you can't have with your therapist there's going to be some homie conversations where it's like i just need to sit there and chop it up with the homies like i need a t and k situation so i just wrap wrap it up with them that i need to be there for and that's that's why i don't want to get too jaded to where i like i'm just gonna throw money at problems because niggas like nah, i want my fucking friend <laughs> like i yeah, want yeah. someone to talk to but um <clears throat> to get to not a, well that's a serious topic but there was a twitch streamer and he was pretty popular i really don't know who he is, but I know the one of the women involved. He so I don't know if he purchased the deep fakes. I think he did. He purchased a deep fake of Pokemon and another woman streamer, and um, obviously they were doing sexual things. Um, I think it's crazy to purchase a deep fake. I think it's crazy to purchase a deep fake of you know some of your peers and i think the i think the other woman streamer was his girl's best friend too ironically (laughs) um what yeah i just feel like i feel like that's i i almost i not almost but i i generally do feel bad for for women out there it's got to be hard especially if you're pretty like Sometimes I'm almost grateful that I'm just a medium ugly dude, and <laughs> and uh, well, I mean, because I I don't realistically, realistically, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about someone purchasing a deep fake making me do shit that I I never did, right? And uh, especially to get sexualized like that, like uh, me and Tyler are both heterosexual straight males, but you know. Somebody can make a deep fake of us doing some wild shit, doing some shit that we never did. And now we have to defend ourselves or now we have to be putting ourselves in a different light to to not even say that. Like, Pokimane is a, obviously a woman streamer, one of the top woman streamers who doesn't, like, sexualize herself. She's just literally a woman. Right. Um. So the fact that she gets sexualized for this and someone purchases a deep fake, that's got to be scary. Like we get into some scary times of people purchasing deep fakes. And if you don't know what a deep fake is, it's uh think of the Kendrick Lamar video where he had the different faces, the hard part five of like OJ, he had Jesse Smollett, uh, Nipsey Hussle and uh, Will Smith. That's what a deep fake is. It's just, oh, that's what I didn't know what it was. I mm-hmm. know what the fuck you talking about? Yeah, that's what it is. So it's putting your face on someone else's body. And then if like, Obviously, he purchased the sexual deep fakes, so it's pretty much putting their faces on porn stars' body doing sexual acts and stuff like that. And then he purchased it, and he had it on a tab that was open when he was streaming. 
Then he apologized and did all this, that, and the third. And it's kind of, it's just like, I think it, I just want to say it stems from porn. Because, like, the headcanon is, it's not surprising that someone would masturbate to a deep fake. Um, but I think what it stems from is being overstimulated with porn. Like, think about it like this. Imagination. You, your first introduction to porn is like Pornhub or all those sites, right? Um, you don't even know what to look up. You just see the like homepage. Too late, dog home. And then you, uh, wow, throwback. Um, hey, dancer was. You, you just click on a video and then you watch the video. You obviously get what you want and then you're, you have this un, limited access to all these videos like i think one of the big things i'm um, have an unruly nastiness to you afterwards by the but, way but that's see that's what i'm building up towards i think one of my things when i was when i was younger was to look at like threesomes because i always thought like a threesome was so crazy and so i would watch them and then obviously if you watch a decent amount of porn you start getting recognized names and things of that nature so then you start looking up names and then even like Think of, like, the pandemic and the OnlyFans craze. Now you get into a point where somebody you might know in real life or somebody you definitely want to see naked creates an OnlyFans. Now it's like you're not just watching porn. And, I mean, sex sex workers and OnlyFans workers should get paid for what they do. Not early. uh, But... Now you get to a point where it's like, now I can see that specific girl. Like, oh, I always like want to see her naked. She's so fine. She's so fine. Now I can see her. Now it's getting to the point where niggas might just purchase defakes. Like girls that are not even, like you have all this unlimited access of porn and OnlyFans. And even a girl who's just existing, not doing nothing, could potentially still be put on a deepfake and having sex, like you, it's almost going to be limitless. Like if a nigga really wanted to put somebody's mama on a deep fake, he could. Like we're getting to that point. To where like uh, at first you thought the OnlyFans were They're not crazy. In, in, in my lifetime, catching a put a deep fake on my mama or anybody else's mama that I know. Or anyone that I care about, really. Like, if you do one of my homegirl, I might have to check you. Uh, but we getting to that point. Yeah. It's scary. That shit is scary. It's creepy. it's creepy as hell, too. It is. Because at first, I'm like, I'm like, if you just did it. That's where fantasizing and obsession kind of like intertwine each other and it gets dark. You know, but that's the thing about dude is like dude was friends with one of the girls, and you still bought the deep fake. And mind you, your girl—that's your girl's friend too. So it's like, damn, nigga, you are down horrendous. Like you have a girlfriend. He he going outside, and I feel like I feel like just people just got to take a break because like some people are getting to the point where it's just like rotting your brain. Because I I am almost getting to that point of where like. Like sex is, I'm not gonna say sex is bad. Like we, we not gonna go in deep in now. Like sex was, sex is still pretty fun. I like it, but does it satisfy me like I would think it does? 
No. I think my expectations be too high as far as like what I think sex would be as far as what it looks like on porn and things of the nature. Because when we grew up, you know, porn, with porn and stuff like that, we we look at like the longest one. I personally, I always used to look at the longest ones to see how long, long you know, they would last. And like, that's how like I would like um, try to copy my um my duration for like if I see something going 30 minutes okay I'm going like 35 mm. but in reality wait I want to, to be the done masturbate like, in reality I want to be done like five what to the masturbating or like when you have sex uh masturbate well both because like, like one I I try like I try to go from one to one like the other you know as far as like duration time is nah that's crazy I don't, I'm only like 10 minutes I know 10 minutes look at that I know me. <laughs> I know me in my hand. I ain't Bro, going that long. So let's see. Um, if it's like, and I like, I, I don't know for whatever reason, I like to do it like right after I go, but it's like, <laughs> like melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nigga, did you just admit that like you like you know it take forty five minutes to kick in, so you try to put a thirty five minute video. <laughs> Nigga, what? Like, now you get like it's like Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn, you know what? Hell yeah, I don't man, I don't man, Nyquil. But uh, <laughs> that's insane. But um, yeah. Uh, so like, as far as like that go, I'm like, if it's like, if it's like eleven forty five, I'm not turning the lights out until like twelve thirty. Cause I gotta find I gotta find a good I gotta find a good one first, and you know I'm like I'm like fifteen ten pages deep. So you mean tell, <laughs> so? I don't even mean to paint the scenario, but we here oh, now. So man. you mean tell me that you get out your bed naked, then turn off your light, then get back in the bed, and I put my drawers back on. Bro. So why don't you just turn off the light right away? What? Why don't you say you don't turn off the light until twelve thirty? No, I mean lights out. Like I was for like I'm going to sleep. Everything's I don't. Oh, okay, okay. I thought oh, you meant like nigga. I'm not nigga. Not you the one said lights out. I think all these windows out there. <laughs> nigga, I'm thinking you talking about like oh I'm gonna find a good video and then not <laughs> turn off the light <laughs> until I'm ready. But like, what the fuck? You really a foul nigga if you masturbating with all your lights on. Of all the things for you to scoot up. Nigga, you definitely masturbate with the lights on. Cut out. No. Never in life. Light is my phone. What are you talking about? Even your TV? Nigga, it's off right now. Mm. That's different. What do I need a background for? (laughs) I need a light just to know where it shoot. That's crazy as hell. What you mean? It's it's only going to go one place. Especially if you if you if you on your back, it's only gonna go one place. It's only gonna shoot one place. It's gotta come down, right? Right. So it's either gonna end up on your stomach, legs, or sheets. But that's what I'm saying. I would like to know where it went so I could clean that up immediately. You can't feel it. Even if you you go the blind leading the blind, you just gonna wipe and just hope you get it. You gotta at least know where it goes. You can shine your light to see where it goes. I guess that's true, but 
But I also have If all of it end up on your sheets, I don't know what the hell you just gonna have to change your shit, right? <laughs> Tired as hell, change your nah, shit. Nah, that's that'd be too much. You you, you might need to, you might need to see a doctor. If you like the nigga in a scary movie too. <laughs> you fuck around sleeping, you're nasty, yeah. That's disgusting. That's you wake up your whole body sticking to Oh my god! Damn, this one part of the couch feel crusty. Like yo, my nigga, I can't move. What's wrong with your couch? I feel like I'm stuck. Yeah, hey, bro, you gonna be dead for me? Don't let no nigga. Don't let nobody come over either. Mm. Well, oh yeah, that's a slob. That's slobber. Man, in the middle of your bed, you was leaving in the middle of your shit. <laughs> nigga, this nigga try to put the angle like it's like a fucking uh. No, nah, they got the cheaters light on. They got the whole. <laughs> no, nah, they niggas try to lay in the bed like it's an outline from uh, like a murder scene or some shit. Like, nigga, what the fuck? You was asleep like this? <laughs> <laughs> got a whole chalk outline of your, of your shit. <laughs> but um, to, to to go back to the actual topic, yeah, I uh, y'all are nasty. I, I respect women. I don't know what else to say. Wholeheartedly, don't purchase. Don't purchase. Don't deep. be a weirdo. Don't purchase deep fakes. And also, if you feel the need that you have to buy a deep fake or buy OnlyFans, just take a few days off, my nigga. Just recenter, refocus. Like, go go outside and talk to real women. Like, real women are still dope. Real, real women still feel good. And all the sexual shit feel good. Uh, trust me, it feel better than porn. Because that's I'll a... get you a bag, nigga. That too, that part, and also that's another thing too. Because I also be fucking money. Because I also feel like my grip be too much, so that like, like nobody be meeting the standard of my grip. So your hand do look kind of tough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying because I've been looking at it like I've I've seen it for a while. Pause. You got some QB hands there, man. Oh dog! All right, and next next topic. I got some fat ass chubby fingers. Next topic. Um, soft hand. Shit, five stars, please, please, and thank you. I might as well go to the lotto topic. Since we're speaking of crusties, yeah. <laughs> Does this shit look crusty to you? Be honest. Somebody said this. Somebody said they saw the streaks. Somebody's wild for that because they put their own panties or something on there because that was not Lotto's. I, 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 that better not be Lotto. <laughs> I mean, that should look white. That should look like discharge all type of shit. I think the one she posted had like a brown stain. Discharge, discharge. Not like she shit, shit streaks, but discharge. I don't know. It was like, I ain't looked at it in a while, but like. You nasty if you zoomed in on the game. <laughs> It was more of a, I was watching a podcast, and on the podcast, they zoomed in. But I, my thing is like this, right? First of all, I never, because, like, I, I've supported OnlyFans workers. I supported regular shorties. Um, Everybody got to get their money somehow. Right. I was never the dude that was, like, buying my panties. That To me, that's just, I don't, I don't, like, I guess, okay, you get to smell the smell of a woman, but even then, that's... That don't do that don't do nothing for me. I don't get off on that, personally. And then it's also like nigga, you, where you some niggas like feet pics. Some niggas like you know women women's panties. Some niggas like being you know, but, but wrapped up like a pretzel. But my like, thing is, <laughs> that's funny. But my thing is like, I got their Are you even gonna keep that, yo? Because you're not about to put that with your drawers. 
<laughs> You're not about to hang it up. Where the fuck are you about to put that? Weird ass nigga, wear them. Ugh. That's disgusting. Wear some used ass panties. Nigga, bro. put yo. Imagine you know how niggas be having the jerseys in their man cave. Imagine just putting that shit up there, framing them. My and also that's nasty. <laughs> that's so nasty. Oh, and then what's crazy? Good. What's crazy too is like you ain't going nowhere to frame that. You got got you gotta get to frame yourself. You, no business, just like just get the frame, bro. <laughs> just because there's there's things like with Lotto and this whole thing. There's two things I think is ill, and by ill I mean dope. And then there's one thing I'm thinking like, oh, you that really hurt. Um, the the one thing is like the first response of like, oh, oh no, it's the panty police. Like I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was clever. And then the second thing, she went to IG and showed that she had really three, four pairs of those panties, and showed her panty drawer. I'm like, all right. Fam, it's not that deep. Like, it really was. <laughs> like, you took that to heart, and then, so that was the one. Where I'm like, yeah, that that was kind of lame. But then to sell them, I thought was clever and was smart. And that shit, last time I saw that shit was over at ninety eight thousand. Um, just like a few hours ago, before eBay, eBay is crazy. They took it all. They was like, all right, fuck it. all the niggas ain't. Y'all niggas ain't bidding for this or even buying these. eBay took them off, and, like, they said the final bid was, like, up to, like, I want to say 101K. Damn. 101K, bro. That's life-changing money. That's life-changing money, and you spending for some panties. You got a little something on your nose. But that. Yeah, you got it. You got it. But. I got to look pretty. This thing, yeah, I don't, I don't, I was, I don't know what's worse, the fact that she's selling it, or the fact that it got to a hundred k. Like there's a nigga out there that'll buy it for a hundred k. And then the crazy thing too is like someone that has that amount of money to buy it for a hundred k. You can you imagine a nigga? <laughs> well, hold on, bypassing all his monthly bills. <laughs> well, no, no, what I was gonna say was, is like whoever is buying it for a hundred k more than likely has a financial advisor. More than likely has accountant. accountant, somebody that looks at your. So they gonna be like, "Uh, yo, Dale, did you mean to buy Lotto's pennies for a hundred k, nigga?" Bob, I gotta speak to you about something. Who, who's who's <laughs> Lotto? The, you hit the lottery? Like, what the fuck is that? If you want me to, if. You, it says Lotto here. Um, if you want me to forward this more money into your bank account, I can highly do that. Oh, no, I was taking it out. <laughs> <laughs> For what, nigga? <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You trying to get, you trying to get, you know, a new car for, you know, son graduation. Okay. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh, what do you mean by nah? Like, you, it's panties. What the fuck? Are you going to do with some panties? I mean, you're a male. You don't even wear panties. Do you wear panties? What the? You wear leopard panties from Target? That's ten dollars for you paying for a thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars. Crazy part about it is that celebrities celebrities use um convenience stores like regular people go to Target, Kmart, whatever the Walmart, anything maybe. Mm-hmm. She probably got them bitches from if not a Target, uh, Victoria's Secret or whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. And panties are not that high. Trust me. 
I bought them for my my significant others. They not that they they not that they not that bad, bro. They not that bad. Spend that money on your Valentine's Day lover. By the way, you know, um, Victoria's Secret um, run specials all February long. I think you know on panties. You know, and you know treat treat your lover nice or your significant other or your side nice. <laughs> They're buying the side panties. Is crazy. Um, two for three. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, well, hopefully she get the bag off of him. I mean, yeah, I'm not mad at someone. Damn, if I've ever seen. I'm not mad at someone getting the bag, but uh, yeah, because I feel like, like even I've bought packs. Like my go to underwear now is Calvin Klein, and I there's a three pack. And sometimes there's literally an all black three pack, and I buy that shit. So it's not like I'm wearing the same underwear. It just happens that I'm I got still the three my pack. American Eagle kit. I'll, I'll buy the shit. As a matter of fact, I need to get some. I need to get some more American Eagles, Eagle undies. And even then, those have a pack. Like most yeah. underwear have a pack. Some of them be different colors. Some of them be the same color. I mean, as long as they fresh. But you know, too strong. Why they wouldn't be fresh? Too strong. Actually, I do. Cause we getting we kind of flying through these a little bit. Let's get to the goofy shit. The goofy shit. So this is gonna be a goofy segment. It's gonna be the segment of the pod. It's gonna be a meme segment. So TLC, the channel. Did you know that? First of all, did you know TLC stood for the Learning Channel? I did not. Um, there is a girl. Her name's Shauna. I don't know if you've seen her. But she had cancer when she was young, and the cancer kind of slowed her development. Well, I guess stunt her development as far as her body growing into a natural woman, this and the third. So she looks like an eight-year-old. Oh, yeah. I saw the picture of that. But she's 23. She's 23. And she's dating a 26-year-old who's a grown man, looks like a grown man. He's supposed to be some... Like traveling hunk or something like they they sell them they sell them up to be like a a dime piece or whatever you good looking guy, but he's with someone that looks daughter like, yeah, and they're basically calling him a creep. So I guess my question to you is: Is dude a creep? And if he is. What is Shauna supposed to do if she wants to find love? There's not a problem with finding love, man. So you don't have any problem with that relationship? Well, how old are they? 23 and 26. Oh, that's not bad. But she looks... That's a, a three-year difference. But that's a, th- that's a three-year difference. That's I completely acceptable. I, no, but I hear... You know, no, but listen to me. She looks eight. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, bro, bro I'm not even... Matter of fact, I'm going to drop the ether right here. Nigga, she even sounds eight. I Because I saw the picture. Saw the picture. All I had to go off was the picture. Nigga, when I heard her voice. Like, think of your nieces and nephews right now. And their voice and how that sounds. Like that pubescent type Dunzo. voice. <sighs> Nigga, I heard that voice. I was like, oh, yeah, he nasty. Because at first I was like, yeah, well, I mean, she deserved love. I mean, right. she, somebody has to love her. Like. You can't fault her for wanting to try, especially if she shows her ID and everybody understands that she is 23, but it does look nasty. It's just, it's just, it's just a bad look. Not saying not saying that, you know, um, 
It's just that, like, everywhere she has to go, she kind of has to, like, validate poor idea and stuff like that. I can see where that could get old and stuff like that. But, like I said, like, everybody deserves, you know, to find their, you know, significant other, no matter what shape or form, as long as it's of age, you know. But but that's hard to get around. But that, cuz that's something around. that it's you very difficult to get around. That's something that you wouldn't you wouldn't date her. What? You would not date her. Would you? No. And I I couldn't either. Especially when you sound 8. Like that is, there's something wrong with that. And then it's like I don't I was trying to go back and forth whether I think the guy is a creep or not, but she is a reality star, so she's been on TV for a while. Right. So I feel like he was a fan of her before that. And that part played a factor into it, but that's also alarming of him being a fan of hers before that. And it's like, I'm sure the family knows and both families know, so they love it as long as they're healthy, organic, and, and a good couple, and there's nothing like abusive or or any sort of trauma going on. But it's it's just a weird dynamic. Like, it's, it's weird, bro. She's, she's 50 pounds. That is weird. And I don't know. 50 pounds, like. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a kid. I might play a clip if I find one, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird situation. They go to a restaurant. They think you picking up, picking up the wife or something. Like it's, it's a dad daughter <laughs> sort of dad situation. Daughter, yeah. And I mean. It's, it didn't help that he looks significant. He looked like a big ass dude. Like he was like, yeah, he looks like a normal adult. Bro was like what six two. He looked like he was like six two six three. And I think I think what's weird too is like <sighs> two bills at least. Two thirty. I like. I I just feel like there's never a world where somebody goes, oh, I get it, I understand it, never. And it almost makes you think like dudes are almost like a pedophile. In a way, because yeah. it's like, how are you attracted to that? But at the same time, it's, it's such a weird dynamic because it, it's a, it's like the guy, you're like, Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? But then the girl, you're like, well, she deserves love. Like, somebody got to love her. And that's not if, like, there's, I'm assuming there's multiple people with this sort of cancer in their brain that survived it, that is able to live their life normally, but they just didn't develop. So they they got the body of a kid. I'm sure there's a whole community of people like that. Right. But it'd be kind of fucked up to say, oh, you're only allowed to date people within this community so no one bats an eye and thinks y'all are weird if you're with someone else that's normal. Because you always see, you always see some opposites attract. Like, you never see, like, a, a big person with another big person, usually. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you see a big person with a skinny person. Sometimes you see a... An interracial couple. Sometimes you see someone who's with someone extremely short and someone that's extremely tall. Like you see these different dynamics, but with that one, I don't know if people are really jumping towards. And it's just, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird situation. I got a homegirl that's six two dating dude that's five five nine. That's different, <laughs> but I mean that's more normal than obviously seeing a. A twenty-three-year-old and an eight-year-old body versus dating a twenty-six-year-old. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It looks it, in public. It looks. It. It just looks. Eh. Yeah. In public. It just I, looks guess, eh. I guess. I guess. Like that's pretty much that's all there is. I think. I think in a world, in the world we live in today, they could have a relationship, but I feel like it has to be 
I feel like in person, I don't even want to talk about their private life because I don't, I don't want to put that on. Yeah, you got to move a certain way in person. Yeah, like that's what I was gonna say. Every like, single day when you're out. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if I think in person, if they keep it like it's a friendship and they're just cool, and it, it almost for sake of anything, it looks like a dad daughter relationship. Right. Yeah. I think they'd be cool, but if you get in person. And y'all start kissing or some shit. Somebody go. Y'all can't, when y'all shop, y'all can't be sharing the carts. You know, y'all can't be. They can share the carts. I don't think that's bad. I think, like, if y'all start kissing or y'all start cuddling up, they're going to be like, yo, my nigga, what's. You... <laughs> <laughs> hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. What's you cuddling your daughter like that for, bro? And they're like, this is my girlfriend. And then, they, then niggas will like, oh, no. want to get active. They yeah, yeah, they're going to want to fight. Who the fuck do you think you are? So you, that's something you have to explain. And the fact that that's Every on TLC. Day. That's that fact that that's, that's on TLC, the Learning Channel, is crazy. Um, yeah, Imagine any other days, the days, days look crazy. I bet. I don't even know if you could go on a double date because I feel like that would look nuts. And I don't even know if I wonder if bar, I really wonder if bars are gonna like allow her to go because I'm 28 years old. I feel like I look older. But I still get ID'd. Like, I get hard-pressed for my ID. I still pass as a 25-year-old, bro. Uh, well, you still get ID'd, right? No. And, okay, okay, I'll put it like this. And, like, like little dive bars and stuff like that? No. Mm. I guess, like, if I go into a bar, yeah, like a dive bar or whatever, I don't I'm get ID'd. like, the ones, like, on court that be having, like, you know. So you try and die, niggas, and then them niggas in trouble. Um, But... Yeah, I still get ID. So I nigga hurt ass getting ID'd and everything. And I was just oh I don't know. They taking I, the ID, looking at it back and forth, taking it back to the computer, <laughs> talking to one dude about looking at her, talking about okay, all yeah. right. Well, cause like cause even like with dude, like they're going to try to find something about dude. They're like, nah, something up with this nigga. Weirdo, bro. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> I think I was listening to the new Rory and Maul podcast, and I think Rory said something. He was like, I would love to see his exes. Because if his exes all look small, petite, and they look like they could almost be 18 or like 19 or some Pornhub shit, like some barely legal shit. That man got a problem. It, it, it didn't it's be, starting to look like a problem after that. That man needs some therapy. But if they're all different variety of ranges, I guess it's like, eh, eh. and I mean, he saw her, sought her out. So that's another thing too. He saw her out. So I don't, I don't, I don't love wins, but that nigga, I don't know. Some shit you might want to put a guideline on. Um, and speaking of love wins, and mind you, this is on TLC, the Learning Channel. I don't know what the fuck we learning with that relationship, nigga. Did you hear about this new show called Milf Manor? What? Milf Manor. If you had to guess what it was. Mommy Manor. Yeah, but take a guess. Like, what do you think the show is about? I don't know, bro. This is about old ass porn stars, bro. That's what I think. That's a wild analogy, but I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Milf Manor is a show on TLC. Here we go with this TLC. <laughs> where... They, they, I almost wish it was that. <laughs> they take MILFs that are 50 plus years old. They, they they look good too. They're not, they're not bad looking. And they get these MILFs, a whole bunch of single, they're all single, want to get back in the dating pool. 
basically want to be cougars or or mills, and uh, you know, get get themselves a young thing like some young bachelors that's like probably around our age, like twenty to thirty, good looking dudes, and they and they, they look good, and they you know the the mills look good, the guys look good. Here's the catch twenty two. It's their sons. No, I don't think you heard. I don't think you heard me. I'm gonna say it one more time. Like we in wrestling, it's their sons, bro. So them same milfs. Say if there's ten. Say if there's like ten milfs, all have a son around twenty some years old, twenty to thirty. Them same twenty to thirty year old sons, the milfs they're dating. Obviously, you exclude one because one's your fucking mother. They're dating. The other mills. So there could be a scenario where a nigga will date your mama while you date his <laughs> mama. <laughs> nigga, there was a scenario where there was a there's a clip where I think a son was sitting at the bar. He just turned twenty one. Light skinned dude in the middle. Mom on this side. And I think the son was saying something about the dude. Like, I don't know. He kind of he kind of shady. He, he kind of seemed like he and I go treat people right, blah, blah, blah. He, like, he was basically talking shit about the light-skinned dude. Right. Mom put arm around the shoulder of the light-skinned dude. It was like, this is about to be your new dad. That's crazy as hell. Nigga. You know how much I would have to fight in <laughs> Son. But the light-skinned dude mom there. I was kind of curious. Once she said that shit, I was like, what is what his mom look like? I'm kind of. Bro. I'm be cute as hell. I don't know if I can watch an episode, but I'm 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 almost I like I feel like I gotta watch one at this point. <laughs> Nigga, that is the wildest reality show. Like I like I imagine if their sons were boys. Like imagine if they were like like friends. Like <laughs> think about it. Cause like the way that they describe the show. Is like I've been thinking about your mom for a long time. <laughs> That's crazy. But say you better stop potting for real. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. But think about it like this. The way that they like they both went because obviously obviously if we're gonna break the fourth wall, these niggas know that they was about to be on the show. To some degree, they both knew that they was gonna be on a dating show. For some money. For some money or whatever. They knew they was gonna be on a dating Income. show. So is it like they're surprised, but they're not surprised. But it's like you and your mom went on a dating show. You thought she was about to be on an island over here. And your mom thought she was about to be on an island over here. When in reality, y'all on the same island with the same people. And y'all got to find somebody to date. And then on top of that, you saying, boys, imagine she tried, imagine she tried to get with the nigga that's in your room. Or your vicinity, your neighbor. I need my earplugs, bro. Nigga, imagine your mom knocking boots with a nigga. I need my earplugs, bro. Nigga, there's no way I'd be on. I'm sleeping on the beach, bro. Nigga, I'm sleeping everybody. I'm sleeping all nine of them niggas. Damn, your mama can't get no love, bro. How the fuck no? Crazy as hell. First of all, my dad a lot. Like my dad is still in the. Stop, stop. You gotta stop, nigga. 
I almost went to, like, I was itching. Like, it was like a Spider-Man sense where Nick was whole. Yo, you're disgusting. <laughs> I was about, I, oh, oh, yeah. You got to stop. But that show is ridiculous. That was, show is, was, uh, that show is crazy, dog. I was fiending. This okay, all right, all right, nigga. Stop. You beat a dead horse on this board. I was just saying, though. That, like, that shit is insane. You said you're dead. Stop, 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 stop. Because I just made an Instagram. My dad got an Instagram. <laughs> if you see one of these fucking goofy-ass <laughs> clips of you slandering that nigga, I'm going to have to see that nigga. I mean, we both going to see you, so stop. But go, go. All right. Stop. All right, stop. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Chill the fuck out, nigga. <laughs> I'm good. But, dog, what the fuck? That is so foul. I would. Fuck you. What, are you, what are you saying I would to? <laughs> Uh, I do it. Little contest, man. Give me some bread in my pocket. It's not a contest. It's a dating show. Oh, it's a dating show. I'm still getting bread. Sure, for being on the show, but nigga, and I'm getting me, and I'm getting me a lover. What? It's a win-win. What? A... Don't let her be a sugar mama either. Man. <laughs> that show is nasty. I... I'm coming out with some money. I'm coming out with a. With a significant other, and I'm giving me a Wrangler, a 2023 20, 22 Wrangler, fully loaded. I feel bad for it. Like, I can see that clip now. I just feel so bad for I the son. Be able to tell me shit. I just feel so bad for the son. She really said this this young nigga that's probably either a year or two older than you is about to be your new dad. I know the dad somewhere just mad as fuck, just swinging the air. Like, yo, what the fuck? If I was. If I was in that situation and she put like like if I was in that situation, I would have said some slick shit like, and you gonna be the groom. And you gonna be the <laughs> not the groom, but the best man. How would you feel if you was the pops in that situation? What? How would you feel if you was the pops in that situation? Your son and your ex wife is on a reality dating show where they have to date somebody's son or ex wife. Am I getting some paper too? Nigga, no, you're the you're the dad. Oh, then I'm not watching it. I know you're not watching it, but won't you feel some type of way? I feel some type of way if I wasn't getting bread. <sighs> nigga, just pod for real. I ain't doing real. this for the thrill, bro. Nigga, just <laughs> pod for real. This nigga nasty. I need some scroll. I need that pay, bro. Nigga nasty. Yeah, that shit's wild. That shit's nasty. Um, Any other thoughts on it outside of the scroll? I don't know, man. You got... <laughs> I'm sick thinking about it. I, I have nothing to do with that shit. I I might cuss out. That might be the first producer. Because I, I don't know if you know this. Imagine they having a reunion. Because you know how I read after the show. Nasty. <laughs> nasty work. Especially if they, a nigga admit he had sex with his, somebody's mom. Yeah, that's It'd nasty. It'd be like an episode more. <laughs> yeah, it would. Because um, I, I don't know if you know this. I talked to a producer before for a TV show. Yeah. It was actually MTV one. Too. They run us some paper. We get our own show. No, nigga, what? No, this was like right before I left Arizona. Oh yeah, you got it. That was like fifteen years ago. All right, relax. Um, would you guess if you had to guess what MTV show it was? Hard times on RJ Burger. We finished scrap, bro. You you you've been <laughs> they they've been telling me too. They're like, yo, damn, Tyler be going like mad hard on you. What's up with him? You be you be saying shit on the low. I'm starting to peep. Relax. <laughs> this nigga. 
You be saying shit passionately, but be a diss. I don't like that. That was my show, bro. If you had to guess, really, it was a reality show, you dickhead. <laughs> my ride, some type of shit. Damn, I'm finna swing. <laughs> you ain't about to do shit, bro. You better quit disrespecting me. On mamas, you ain't about to do shit. On mamas, I am if you keep disrespecting me. But it was already the one. Really? I actually have the producer's number still in my phone. I don't know who the fuck it was, but I don't know. Like, well, he's trying to call that number. I said, do, do, do. Well, because they called me and it's like, well, tell us about yourself. And then I was just spitting. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, I like you. And it was a girl. She was like, yeah, I like you. And I, they made me think that I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to get at least the process. And I, I was only got one call. They called me. That was, it was lit for a second. Um, yeah, that show's wild. I might have to watch an episode, but man, niggas be wildin' be. Niggas be wildin'. Crazy as fuck. How do you I'm feel? I'm definitely watching an episode. How do you feel about Definitely watching an episode? Um these women TikTokers who be at the gym and somebody be in the vicinity of line sight and a nigga just could be existing and they think that uh I seen that. And they, they they think that people just being at the gym working out uh, are, like, looking at them. Maybe they look at the camera, like, notice the camera there, and they're like, oh, shit, and they stop looking. And then, like, they call them out and call them a pervert and do all types of extra shit. And, I mean, also, I, I like, personally, to bring this up, to generalize it instead of. But there's also a world where True. But also to generalize it and and just put it in like a regular limelight, I do think niggas need to stop recording niggas at the gym. Like, yes, there's some extra weirdo niggas or niggas don't know how to use equipment or they'll like just do some goofy shit. Right. Let a nigga work out. Nigga pay the same money amount, same amount of money as you for the membership. The nigga want to fuck the fucking sit up machine because you don't know how to use it. And just do random hip thrusts or, or swing like Spider Man on the cable. As long as he ain't breaking shit and he not fucking up your workout, at this point, who cares? That's that's you know that ain't got nothing to do with me over there. What you doing, bro? I'm trying. I'm trying to enjoy my set. True. And then like to go back to my the fucking business. Exactly. To go back to the woman thing, like, cause I you know, me personally. When I see a beautiful woman in some leggings or some shorts. I, 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 human, we're going to learn, you know. I appreciate, I appreciate the art. But I'm also the same nigga that if I see her bit shorty bent over or, like, she about to do lunges or something or about to pick up a weight. Nigga, I'm a look-at-the-floor type of nigga. Uh-huh. I'll check my phone type of nigga. I look at the ceiling. Like, damn, this ceiling kind of kind of go crazy. <laughs> but, yeah. I was- <laughs> I'm trying to do that. So... Give me some grace in the sense of if I'm con- if I'm just like, say, like, like my phone is like shorty and I'm just dead ass straight staring at it and I'm not blinking and I'm like staring for 30 seconds. OK, sure. You could call someone a pervert or something like that and then go buck wild of like the TikToks I've seen. I understand that wholeheartedly. But sometimes this is also why I hate it. Like when growing up. Or like being a middle schooler or high schooler and like people tell you like not to stare. Dog, sometimes niggas is just in niggas' line sight. Sometimes motherfuckers just, they just like you, you know, lit, 
You literally that that too. That too. That is something that I don't consider more, but that is something that's very true. Niggas zone out and then sometimes but you just be in niggas' line sight. So niggas think, what you staring at? Like, Nigga, I wasn't even really looking at your ass. You was just in my line of fam, my Stop talking to me, bro. Like God <laughs> God bless me with some amazing eyes. My eyes work. I can see from like here. I can see my peripheral all the way to the back corner of the poster to like over here in this back corner of the wall. Yeah, you got you got yeah. You got one nigga that we know type of eyes. Don't do that. Don't see you. That's another one. I'm gonna start counting when you start <laughs> violating on the plot. But, but I'm saying what I'm, I said. Oh, does say fuck nigga that I can see? <laughs> so like yeah, I hate when three football fields. Okay, this nigga <laughs> is violating. I'm gonna cook his muffin. I'm gonna cook his muffin. I'm gonna let him live today. Though, but, uh, but it's like yeah, niggas can see it. Niggas be in the niggas' line sight. So what do you want people to do? That's personally low key a personal reason of mine. I go late at the gym, so I ain't got bother nobody. I ain't got stare at nobody, and also not to mention when I'm at the gym, like the midnight gym sessions, got it. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, like when I'm at the gym, like I usually don't sit. Like if I'm riding the bike or walking, like I like to crack my neck. I sometimes just like to look around. I just it's like looking. I don't know. I, I, it's hard to just stare at one thing the whole point in time. Me, I like, yeah, I because I like looking at my next set or where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Make or sure see who open. over there. Yeah, yeah. See who pulling up because like the because my my gym the windows is right there and like the the treadmill and like the stairmaster is right there. So, mm. like, I see people pulling up all the time. You know, see if people they watch. Think, see if they think fucking work and if it don't work, I'm just gonna pretend like I don't see it. <laughs> you over the <laughs> I'm, door. I'm, I'm that type of nigga. Hey, bro, sorry, make your payment, bro. <laughs> sorry. I open the door if I'm right there. If like they look at me like yo, I'm like because I definitely been if, in. Listen, if I'm on the if listen if I'm on the treadmill already and you looking at me like oh hey, I might not get yeah you right I'm, don't don't do that don't <laughs> you know yeah I don't know if I'm getting you off the treadmill for 30, 30 minutes bro until I get off bro basically like bro, shit. you just gonna have to go somewhere else bro I don't know what to tell you yeah so shorties I mean have some grace. And I ain't gonna lie, some some niggas been on you know Twitter is a funny fucking place. Some people like some people are like I'll be damned if some I'll mid, be damned if some, some mid <laughs> some mid get me canceled at the gym. And then yo, when Twitter Twitter is funny as fuck because niggas was just making apologies. It's like damn, bro, shorty had the camera out. I looked right into it. It's been really young. It's like it's like yeah, fam. Like if you feel uncomfortable. And that's why, like, I like if I go to the gym with a homegirl of mine, I'm like, yo, if you need me, grab me. Like, I'll like spot you, or I'll be in front of you, so you don't have no perverts looking at you while you do your set or whatever. But at the same time, like niggas gonna look. Like, there's some beautiful ass women, and they be wearing the tights, and I'm like, damn. And but I'm not. I don't want. My thing is like, I want someone to be as comfortable as possible near me, so I refuse to. Put them in any sort of situation where they don't feel comfortable. Right. So I try my damnness. So if you acknowledge me trying my damnness, even if I do happen to see you or you happen to be in my line of sight two times, but if you see me, when you, like, see me see you, and I, like, look at the ground to not be a pervert or whatever, that like, you know what I'm saying? Give me some grace. Or give people in general grace. Um, Last topic I had is kind of tragic and uh, kind of unfortunate. Uh, has to do with the Memphis shooting. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, they shot. I wish I had Buddy's name off the top of my head. I know it starts with a T, but I don't know it. Um, it was five Memphis cops, five black cops, and they basically took turns beating this man's uh, life away. Yeah, and he happened to die. Um, some people, yeah, like contusions, all type. Of, it, it it was brutal because I saw the actual like hospital like uh, like shot of his face. Did you watch the video? I did not watch the video, but... I saw I, a I saw clip the, of it, but I didn't watch the full thing. The full thing's like 15 minutes, bro. I can't even watch the lead-up to it. I just... I, like, there should never... Like, kind of like the Rodney King thing, right? Like, there should never be a situation where cops are taking turns physically holding themselves up to beat your ass. Like, that's right. crazy. And the thing that's about sick. the Rodney King situation, everybody knows that, and half of us, we weren't even born when that shit occurred. So that was like 93. Was it? Might have been. It might have been older. I thought it was like ninety five. No, it was like hold on. It was around either ninety three or ninety five, maybe even ninety six. It's one of those three years, but you could be because it was the L A riots, so it could have been ninety three. March third, nineteen ninety one. So this was way. Oh before. shit! Yeah, Man. but I just think like it's so sad to see and. There's a weird world, there's a, not real world, a weird world where people think that black people are not protesting this or mad or upset because the cops were black and they killed the black dude. If the cops were black and they killed a white dude, I would still be upset. It's still fuck 12 to the wind blow. Like, fuck 12 in the sense of like 12 that are doing that. My thing is like, I don't want to see that. Like, if you, I've always looked at cops like this. If you do what I would do, being scared in a situation, that's why I'm not a fucking cop because I'm. I would probably react the same way towards a lot of situations of being a quick trigger finger and be nervous and be, be in these environments and be scary. Because like, I look at a cop. Like, I look at a Chicago nigga the same way I look at a cop that's in Chicago and Chirac. Like a cop that circle around old block and got to deal with old block. Or any other type of block that's in, like, nigga, is not safe over here. You built different. They got the same type of machineries as y'all do on the whole force. And not Which to, is crazy, by but, the way. But not even. It could be crazy, by the way. Not even that. Like, nigga, you built different mentality-wise. You got to have a certain mentality to be on that block and stand on the block and survive. Any Chicago. Detroit. Detroit. Uh, what else? L.A. South Central. L.A.P.D. Like. New York. Some parts of New Brooklyn. Even Memphis. Memphis ain't safe. And, like. Definitely the St. Louis. St. Louis, too. I just think it's a very alarming that niggas don't think that the cops could be corrupted off the strength of just being around that environment all the goddamn day. I would be on edge if I was in those areas and those towns. And, see, I might even talk like them niggas and, and get to quick to blow a trigger or whatever. And. The only thing I think some people are also upset at is how fast the cops got fired. Like, the video is disgusting. It's a 15-minute video. The face, I didn't even see the picture yet. I've yet to see the picture. I kind of would want to see the picture. But, like, I I think, I don't want to word this. Just, just to see the cops get fired so quick where some white cops will get paid leave 
and they'll do the whole like suspend them, but they're not really suspended. And then it takes trial. I think it's crazy how they just kind of got rid of those cops fast. I mean, rightfully so, but. Mm. Mm. Wow, he don't even this look crazy. He don't even look human anymore. That's yeah, sad. Oh damn! It just make it has a has a black man in society today. We're already on edge as far as and hit and st- statistics read his history. History don't lie. We are already on edge and targeted from law enforcement. So one in three, one in three, one in three black men go to jail. So with that being said, it just for us mostly. If you were to ask any like majority of black people, you know, they see all cops as bad. I see all cops. You, you know, I see all cops as. You're you're supposed to be you're supposed to be trained and programmed to do a certain job, serve and protect, but that's not happening with us at all. Fam, think about it like this. This is a black man, right? We kill each other. Every day. So if I'm not safe from black people. How the fuck am I gonna be safe from white people, certain white people, not all white people. Certain white people hate us. Not safe from white people. Not safe by the cops. Where the fuck can I go? Where, like where? Realistically, if white people hate me, black people hate me, and cops hate me, where where the fuck can I go? Where can I feel protected? Or where can I go where I don't feel like I damn I need that tool on me? Nowhere, really. And especially with these cops in these situations, these was black cops. All of them. You think anyone would have some grace? It was all niggas. Like, it was so bad that the Memphis Police Department fired these niggas. And maybe that, that could just be the result of all these things happening, so they could just be quick to move in. So maybe maybe the whole statement of, I'm just kind of curious as to why they were so quick to fire the black cops and not these white cops. Maybe that's the, the standard going forward. So if that's the standard, that's the standard. Play by the same rules. That's all I usually like to view shit on. But... Like, if this was Memphis, this is a predominantly black predominantly area. black city. We've seen in Atlanta. We've predominantly black city. New York. Predominantly. Minnesota. Minnesota. We've seen it in all these different areas, and it's just like, dog, where's niggas safe at, B? Where's niggas safe at? And um, the reason why I brought this topic up too Because it's like I did want to put some acknowledgement On this topic and talk about it But going forward And I know what you said too earlier About your mom uh, going to therapy I think that's something that needs to be celebrated and saluted Going forward Maybe not now But I will Want us to be At least maybe summer I don't know I want us to be at a certain point where this is a, a vessel for people because or enjoyment for people like because I love the mental health talks. I love being able to express myself to my brother and stuff like that. But I feel like this is also a luxury. Like I want to realistically 
get away from the world. Like, I heard Joe Biden say it. There's a lot of death and a lot of fucked up shit that happened last year. Um, and I'm not saying that I won't report it, especially if it happens in our culture and something that, that needs to be discussed and talked about. But I don't, I'm, I want at least a good month or two where we don't come in here on some sad shit and talk about certain stuff. Like, I want when I'll be able to talk to my brother, we talk about have some goofy shit and some fun topics too. Like, I don't want to come in here and report some sad shit or report some shit that I'm feeling. Like, I want to escape my reality right. at some point. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, why, that's why the old episodes have so much soul to them because, like, we were younger and we didn't have to deal with most of, you know, everyday thing well we were we were young adults we were younger adults but we didn't have to deal with shit that obviously we do now as far as you know shit developing as far as mentally and spiritually and physically true and i mean yeah. we are and like to cut us some bell we are getting to the point maybe that's because i think you are more sober so that way like the adjustment isn't as hard and i'm not saying like i'm trying to blame you but i'm saying i like i think we're getting to the point where it felt like a lot of some episodes were just really just like vent sessions, <laughs> like just us yeah. venting and complaining about what was going on with us rather than an actual podcast. Cause I still want it to be a podcast. Cause like at the end of the day, we still like to have fun. Like we still like, to yeah. Work. So, but that's why I'm bringing up the Memphis thing is like, I do want to report on the news, but at the same time, I don't want the news to be like the set. Cause like, I, at first, like I was going to bring up the, Memphis thing right away to get it out the way, but I was thinking like, damn, we just last week we just talked about the shooting. It's like I don't want to come in here every week on some sad shit about some shooting or some death or some. It's like, goddamn, nigga, like I want to be able to have a release somewhere, especially when it's like I get the luxury of talking to my best friend in the whole fucking world on a podcast. Like, I don't want it to like I don't want niggas listening to this podcast. Like, damn, bro, I was, I was just trying to get away from all that shit on this social media. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to do a better job of you know, lightening up your ever so, you know, moderate weekend. I mean, we we work week, you know. But I mean, I mean, we're gonna get better at that too. So I'm not, I'm not in no hurry. I'm not in no rush. But that's just something that I like. Once Joe Bud said it, I was like, oh yeah, I kind of want to be on that type of timing too. Because at the end of the day, this is supposed to be entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, jokes, motherfucker, jokes. Uh, what's your closing statement for episode two or one uh, two eleven one eleven? One eleven, one one one. Yeah, we getting up there now. One one one. Make a wish. Um, rate the shit five weird. stars. That's my wish. Yeah, please rate the shit five stars on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere where you stream us for your listening pleasure and your work week or your weekend, whatever you feel. Um, highly appreciate you guys for tuning in for another episode, man, and. Black History Month is literally in another two hours. So realistically, it's about fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes, yeah. But. So you know, have some appreciation for us. Um, you know, we don't expect much. We just expect you know, you know, just watch your watch the Martin cartoon. That's that's about it for us. You know, just, <laughs> just accept that. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I hope you guys have a safe, wonderful Black History Month and just a safe, safe week, 
rest of the week, period, man, because, like, a lot of crazy shit can still go down every single day, 24-7. It never stops. Just make sure that you have your peace. Hey, actually, sorry to cut you off real quick, but since you are a Libra and I am a Scorpio, ain't nothing wrong with Libras and Scorpios. Y'all can eat a dick. I I see some tweets talking about, don't y'all be fucking raw this February so you don't have no Libras and Scorpios. Eat a dick, nigga. We are not that bad of people. Really not. So, matter of fact, that's why I love Valentine's Day and I love love because y'all be fucking and y'all create Scorpios and Libras. We're not that bad. We are not that bad. September Libras, I don't know. But October and November, we're not that bad. I got a brother brother and a nephew that are September Libras and they both weird niggas. (laughs) But yeah, I saw that too. Ain't nothing wrong with Scorpio. Yeah, there is. Well, there's not. So the niggas try to find balance but be far from it. Don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing over here, nigga. Worry about you, bro. I guess. Yeah, whole ass nigga, man. But there's <laughs> a lot wrong with us. Yeah. Nigga nasty. <laughs> well, it's all jokes, motherfucker jokes. Well, um, you know, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on please, Anchor. Anchor. FM. Give, us some paper. Give us some paper, please. Anchor.fm slash Tyler Bryant Hour. Um, for the little one dollars, four dollars, nine dollars, whatever you can afford. Shout out to the good brother Lopez for always holding it down. I seen y'all finally get those episodes into the double digits. If not, where we want to be at. God bless y'all. Hopefully, hopefully the Instagram blows up and maybe one of those TikToks. Go crazy. Well, one of them. We just need one video to blow up. And then we need y'all to listen to it and click on the link. Because I would love nothing more to get a one episode of Tyler Bryan Hour. I think. I think on all platforms, there's been an episode that's probably hit double digits. But I want, like, to see the analytics as far as the episode goes, as far as listeners, to hit double digits. Or not double digits, excuse me, uh, triple digits. Quite frankly, I want to hit four quadruple digits. That's the goal of mine for at least one episode. I think that could be done. Uh, I'm going to try to do everything in my power to make sure that happens. Um, yeah, man, I'm going to Frosty Fountains. If you see me in Chicago, man, say what up. Take a picture. Uh, support. We're sending all the safeness too, bro. True, 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 true. Because the weather's been kind of scary. Sometimes it snows, sometimes it don't. And I'm praying that there's no I, – I don't mind if it's cold. If it's cold, I got to hold, hold that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because right now it is five degrees. Um, Let's see. So Friday, you going – Thursday is going to be, you know, moderate for this type of year. Um, Friday, yeah, you, you better not be outside. Saturday and Sunday. Oh, no snow? I'm cool. As long as there's no snow, we all right. It really don't snow. Nigga, it just snowed last week, and them niggas was flooded. It's kind of like Detroit, how like it just but um yeah if you see me dab me up all that stuff and if you want to support make my trip a little bit smoother that oh, dollar yeah. sign b h e a r d two nigga what you don't what the fuck but yeah if you want to support that make sure the trip <laughs> is smoother uh dollar sign b h e a r d two um hey man gonna do numbers in this hotel room no nah, i'll be outside but go to Harold's. I'll be outside. Love y'all guys. Till next time.